Hey everybody, good morning. It is Friday and um, welcome to Talk While I Walk. So I figured I'd record these on Monday, Wednesday, Friday um, to give you a little tidbit of information or things that I'm thinking of uh, uh, during the week or even actually while I'm walking. Things come to me for sure while I'm in nature and walking. So today I want to talk about the importance of sleep. Um, That is definitely a huge component of everlasting health and wellness. For those of you who don't know, I do have a course out and that is in my link tree. It's called the five pillars of Lenora for everlasting health and wellness. And these are just things that over the over 40 years now that I've incorporated in my life that makes me feel the best I ever have at almost 58 years old. So sleep is way up there, way up there. So my first pillar is nutrition and breath. But in, you know, in the realm of all the pillars, if you don't recuperate with good quality sleep, then you are not going to achieve everlasting health and wellness. We don't put enough emphasis on the importance of sleep. You can go weeks without food. You can probably go about three days without water. But water and sleep are about in the same realm. You, I mean, even if you lost even one night of sleep, if you didn't sleep for the whole night and you were up, you would start to feel the adverse effects of not sleeping and not only feeling like crap, when you sleep, your body restores. So I'm going to talk more about restoration because sleep is one thing, but quality sleep is another thing. People will say, yeah, you know, I'll get eight hours of sleep, but you're tossing and you're turning and you're getting up to go to the bathroom three times. Um, you are not fully sleeping. You are not restoring. Um, I'm going to talk about mouth taping in a future podcast where you tape the mouth and you're only breathing in and out through your nose. And in this way, you are getting the best quality sleep. Well, I'll discuss that at a, in a later episode. That may sound very bizarre to some people who are not familiar with me or my podcast or talking about mouth taping a lot. But anyway, I want to talk about some things that you can do to get yourself ready for good quality sleep. And again, it's not the hours. It's not just the hours. Even though you want to get between seven and nine hours of sleep a night, um, it's the quality of those hours. Some people could just lay in bed and toss and turn for five of those hours out of the nine or the eight or the seven. That's not good quality sleep. So if you're not restoring your body, your brain is not restoring, your muscles are not restoring, right? Your skin, everything. So it's so imperative and it's more important than you think. So Set yourself up for a good quality sleep. Make sure you have your room is set. I find that about 65, you want it 
in the 60s for your room. You don't want your room too hot. Um, my room is set at 65. You want darkening shades over your windows. You, Of course, you don't want any equipment in your room. You don't want your TV on. Uh, you definitely don't want your phones. You want to put your phones in another room and turn them off. Um, you want to make sure that you're not drinking right before bed. Um, water, you know, you don't want to be, or any liquids. Um, you don't want to get up during the night to have to go to the bathroom. Um, I mean, do, do you want to stay hydrated? Of course, but stop drinking like an hour and a half, two hours before bed and make sure you empty your bladder before you go to sleep. You don't want to be drinking alcohol. <laughs> People, oh yeah, I, I fall right asleep with alcohol. It relaxes me. It, no, it interrupts your good quality sleep for sure. There is no room for alcohol before, you know, for sleep purposes or, you know, I'm not demeaning alcohol. I'll have a drink every once in a while, but there is no nutritional value to alcohol. Um, and that's another story. But um, we're talking about good quality sleep here. So you want to set yourself up with that. You also might want to look into blue light blocker glasses um, and start wearing them towards the evening. Um, they will block out the blue light from TVs, from laptops, from phones that interrupt your cycle for good sleep. So you want to look into blue light blocker glasses. Um, you're going to hear my feet crunch on the ground. I am outside. This is talk while I walk. So I just want to make that clear. I'm just talking into my phone and uh, a little pod in my ear and I'm walking. But um, so those are some suggestions. You don't want to eat a heavy meal before bed. Um, you know, I don't really talk too much in, when I'm counseling people with nutrition. You got to do what you got to do with your eating. Like I, I eat around five o'clock. I eat a big meal for dinner, five, five thirty, and then um, anybody who knows me knows that I am a blueberry nut. I am, I, I am addicted to frozen organic blueberries. And <laughs> I eat about four cups of those at night. So while I'm watching Netflix with my husband, I will eat them. And they're, they don't take as much work for digestion, and I don't eat them right before bed. So from the time I eat them till I go to bed, it's probably about two hours or so. Um, but if your body is busy trying to digest your food while you're trying to go to sleep, you're going to have some issues with sleep. It's not going to be the best restful sleep that you can get. I hope that makes sense. Um, so uh, I don't suggest melatonin. I just feel like that will interrupt the natural processes of your body. And this is just my opinion. I would look at more natural ways to try to fall asleep than something as far as melatonin. You also might want to incorporate a nice restorative yoga before bed. I teach restorative yoga. You can look um, at some of my classes on my YouTube channel, which is in my link tree. And that is all about restoration. 
There, it's not a moving class. It is all done on the floor, and it is total restoration. It is bringing the body system down so you get into that parasympathetic state. Um, that is the calming aspect, the rest and digest, whereas most people are in the sympathetic state, which is your fight or flight, unfortunately. So that's a nice practice to go into before you go to sleep. Set up a routine. You know, make sure you have a routine for your bedtime and nighttime ritual. You know, calm everything down so a darkened room. Um, you want a cool room. You want comfortable a comfortable bed. No electronics. No no TVs. Nothing in your room. Um, don't be drinking right before bed. Don't be eating heavy meal before bed. You might want to invest in a eye mask, which is really cheap on Amazon, because even when the eyes are closed, the nervous system is still going. So you may want to use an eye mask, you know, for bed. So never underestimate the power of good quality sleep. Remember, it's not the hours really. I mean, you want to get between seven and nine hours of sleep at night, but it's the quality of the sleep again. So if you have any questions, you can email me. You can also email me for anything you want me to address on the show. I'm an RN holistic health coach. I'm a registered nurse, a yoga teacher, Reiki master, personal trainer, and nutritional counselor. I'm the mom of five and the grandmother of almost three. I'll be 58 November 1st. And I just want to share my knowledge with you. And again, if you have any questions, email me. I'll put my email address in the notes and check out my link tree, my course. And if you want to work with me, I do do some personal training over FaceTime, Zoom, one-on-one. -on -one. I do do some one-on-one -on -one restorative yoga with clients. Um, and I do that over Zoom also. And I do distance Reiki. And if you happen to be in central New Jersey, check me out. You can work with me personally, one-on-one. -on -one. So on that note, you guys, have a wonderful, healthy, and blessed day. Take care.